0: This week's episode of the Firmware Update is brought to you by Audible. By going to audibletrial.com slash firmwareupdate, our listeners can get both a free audiobook and a 30-day trial. There are over 180,000 books available to choose from, such as Console Wars by Blake Harris, which is a fascinating chronicle of the 16-bit console war between Sega and Nintendo, Or, if you're more of a Nintendo buff in general, Super Mario by Jeff Ryan. If neither of those tickles your fancy, like I said, 180,000 books to choose from. And they're all available to listen to on your iOS, Android, or Kindle device. Once again, to start your 30-day free trial and to download your free audiobook, go to audibletrial.com slash firmwareupdate. That's audibletrial.com slash firmwareupdate and get your free audiobook on us
1: played a game
0: two months ago <laughs> two
1: months ago good good job folks welcome to a review episode of the firmware update as we take well uh, joe is going to take us on an in-depth look on a game series that's near and dear to his heart the walking dead the telltale uh, edition season three joe you played it yes i did all right well what do you got to report how, how do you like <laughs> it well before, actually before we go into that season one which mm-hmm. was the pretty much what put Telltale on the map, I would argue. Uh, obviously, you ravely reviewed it, and just a refresher: what did you think about season two?
0: Um, season two, uh, well, it wasn't as impactful as as the, you know the first season. You know, it's kind of hard to top that exactly. particular feeling, but um, you know, it was, it was as harrowing as it ever was. Um, you know, and you know, there was a lot of you know, you playing as Clementine basically the whole season. And yeah, like you had to put that poor little girl through a lot of terrible shit. Uh, you know, I had to make some hard decisions that made her a little less sweet, maybe. Uh, and it was it was pretty tough. Um, but overall, the season was was good. You know, and like I had I didn't have any real you know big complaints about it except for you know that aging engine that they were using, uh, that they've used for for a lot of their games. Still um, powering through with that too. It's- <laughs>
1: So we go from that one to season three. and overall, New Frontier. new The New Frontier as she finds a spaceship and goes off to outer space, which was a brave direction for the series, I thought. Ooh. That is not at all where it went. But anyway.
0: Uh, so overall, what would you think? Overall, I think it was a, a very strong season. It, it, it's – again, like it's hard to, to be like, oh, like – it's hard. It's it's hard to compare in the, of the first season, like I said, uh, just because of how emotionally powerful that was, uh, you know, and it kind of came out of nowhere. But I would put it on par with that. I think. Really? Uh, just, yeah. It's 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 really good. Like they are firing on all cylinders uh, here with uh, Walking Dead: New Frontier. Um, yeah, like I had I had a really good time with it. Like the writing is is as sharp as ever. Um, you know, um, and they have at least like I, I don't know if it's an all new engine, but they've definitely at least revamped it uh with you know the walking dead uh season three here um it's 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 much better than the series has ever looked uh or any telltale game has ever looked i mean i haven't played guardians of the galaxy so i can't speak to that game um but new frontier on ps4 looks really good you should try guardians of
1: the galaxy which is all i'll say on your review (laughs) Um, right but uh real i'm part like it It's interesting because, you know, that first season was just so impactful and was kind of out of nowhere because I believe the last game that Telltale did was that Jurassic Park game.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think so.
1: Which was um, impactful for a completely different reason.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, I, th- I mean, they sound like they had done good work before. Like, I think they did some Sam and Max games that were pretty well received as well. They did Sam uh, and Max and they did that Back to the Future season, which, right. was, which was great. Which is okay. Was. Yeah. But it wasn't. But they weren't quite hitting their stride yet, wow. uh, as a company. Um, but as far as uh, New Frontier is concerned, um, you know, the story goes. You know, it's a. Uh, you know, obviously, it takes place after season two. Um, <laughs> here, you kind of play. Yeah, <laughs> um, and yeah, the story is that you're. You know, you 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 play most of the game as as Javier Garcia. He's a former, you know, baseball player, professional baseball player uh know clementine's in the mix as well but and you play her in some flashback sequences but for the most part you're playing as javier um and you're fighting basically against a settlement secretly evil overseer you know it's it's kind of like that's what the one knock i have i guess with the new frontier is that it's pretty well-worn territory with with the walking dead kind of in general uh is that you're here with a ragtag group you find a settlement The settlement is secretly evil (laughs) and you fight the leader. Uh, It's kind of it's you kind of see that over and over with The Walking Dead. But um, but with Javier and his group, uh, it's a pretty good it's pretty complex backstory with with that group. Um, You know, he's he's taking care of, you know, his niece, uh, his nephew and, and his sister in law. You know, his older brother kind of went to go look for supplies like several months before. And he just never came back after an initial outbreak of of, you know, of. The Walkers or that or whatever you want to call them, um, and you know several years later, uh, you know then you assume control, and you know like several years have passed since this guy just kind of disappeared. Uh, so you're taking care of his family for him, and you know you happen upon again this the settlement, and it's it's a hostile group uh, called the New Frontier, uh, and you know at the end of the first episode, you 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 happen upon the settlement, and oh, turns out your brother is one of the leaders there, and. Uh, Ooh. Things obviously very quickly get uh, complicated there, um, because you know David uh, is a very easy character to dislike. He's super self- selfish. He's very quick to anger. Um, and you know, after all this time apart from from him, uh, his wife uh, and you, and Javier have developed some pretty complicated feelings with each other. Uh, mm. And you know, happening upon David, you know this guy that they think that has been Gone or dead for like several years. They're like, uh, shit. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you know, flashbacks uh, show that Javi and David, you know, have always had kind of a contentious relationship. Uh, you know, David doesn't think that Javi takes anything seriously, uh, despite wanting to re enlist in the army. Uh, you know, yeah, it's weird because, you know, Javier, he was a professional baseball player. Um, he got kicked out of the league for gambling. Uh, Whereas you know, and he David thinks that he's immature, but at the other hand, you know David during a flashback he's like, "Uh, I kind of want to get away from my family, <laughs> so I'm thinking about enlisting in the army." It's like, "Okay, dude." <laughs> um, yeah, so it's you know the game kind of kind of frames things in a way that it doesn't want you to immediately treat him like a dick, even though he super is, um, because yeah. <laughs> the way the way like the the interactions are set up with David uh, are that you know the negative responses towards him are almost cartoonishly mean. <laughs> and, you know, they're usually outnumbered by more neutral and, and kind of more, I'd say, borderline, like, submissive responses to him. Um, so, yeah, like like I said, with, with the years that have passed between David and his family's kind of separation, uh, Javi and Kate, like I said, they've kind of developed feelings with each other. Uh, so, you know, the sudden reappearance makes it super awkward. Um, so pretty rich tapestry there uh, in terms of, like, the characters uh, in this game. It, it makes for some pretty intense... Story moments, uh, for sure. Uh, and like I said, it's not like it's all new characters. Like I said, Clementine's in there. Yeah, I was about to ask, like... Like
1: obviously, this sounds like a really, really interesting story from what you're telling me. But at the same time, I'm also wondering—you know, Clementine, who's been such a part of this entire Telltale series—does
0: she factor
1: in at all into it, or is she? Yeah, like, is it like a pretty
0: spots or something like that? No, no, in a pretty big way, um, she okay. factors in. Like, um, early, like in the middle of the first episode, you kind of, you kind of get ambushed by, by this group. <laughs> um, you don't realize that it's this group. It's like you're you're in a junkyard, kind of salvaging like fuel or whatever. Um, and you kind of go into like this trailer, um, but everything in there belongs to this group. So you kind of start looting stuff and they get very mad, very fast. Uh, and they start attacking you and kind of like, and Clementine kind of rolls in, just kind of, I guess, passing by and, uh, you know, she helps you out. i a bottle of bourbon as she does. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And, and, uh, that's where you find out that, oh, it's, it's the new frontier. This or that they're assholes. Layada, yada yada. Mm-hmm. Um. But, yeah, the, the and, and like I said, like Clement, this is Clementine after season two. Uh, at the end of season two, she kind of goes off on her own, uh, basically was just a, a newborn child. You know, she starts taking care of this newborn uh, that was given birth to by one of the characters at the end of season two who didn't make it. So it's just her and this infant. Uh, and then... You know, she shows up without without any child. It's like, mm, what happened here? <laughs> Nothing good, I bet. Mm. Um, and you know, there's there's a and the playable parts of, with uh, with Clementine are kind of flashbacks as to what exactly happened there. Um, and it basically kind of and it and it kind of details her history with uh, the New Frontier as well, uh, which is pretty pretty nutty also. Um, you know, so it's I mean, it's it's she's it's the her least prominent role within the three seasons for sure. Um, this is definitely a more hobby story than anybody else's, but you know, seeing her growth from like a friend child, you know, in that first season, to her being an extremely capable, you know, preteen girl, you know, uh, at this point is pretty remarkable.
1: Now, two quick questions uh, on Clementine. Not to make this uh, so focused on her, just cause, but she's know. just so interesting. But um, did you play season one and two again on the PS4 before this
0: game? No, um, they did. They did patch uh, the PS3 versions of that because I played, you know, those I played those games on PS3, um, yeah. and uh, I no, they updated season two for you to be able to upload your save to their servers, uh, and then be able to kind of continue, you know, pick, you know, use those choices from from that season to to kind of color. Why, happens in season three here, um, I didn't do all that, so I just went with whatever the default thing was. Uh, uh, dang, I was kind of,
1: I was kind of curious to see if like all your decisions in the first two seasons with you know her and Lee, of course, in the first game, and whatever you did in the second game, carried over at all.
0: Yeah, I mean, as far as like, I mean, as far as like characters go, like uh, Clem is the only character in season three that that carries over from the previous two seasons. So, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know how much. Those could really factor into what happens here. Oh, that's a pity. But does
1: she at least play – She so she does play a big part in this story at least then, right?
0: No, yeah, for sure. Um, like there's a pretty pretty good reveal like in the middle – like near the end of uh, the first episode that's, that kind of gets the ball rolling in a really, really crazy way um, as well that I won't spoil here. Like I feel like I've kind of given enough details <laughs> on the story here. Last um, uh, Clementine uh, question, I promise.
1: Uh, I remember in that first trailer they showed for season three, and she seemed a little bit darker. Let's just say, like uh, I, I'm not going to say she was using the full-on Batman voice, but she had like a darker. She she wasn't the sweet girl. She wasn't that anymore. It sounded like she was. She had seen some things. Let's just say, is that like <laughs> a big part of her character, or do you see? Do you see a hints of the soul that she had like at the very beginning at all during the course of the game or like that? No,
0: absolutely. You know, she's, she's obviously, you know, she's, you know, Clementine has seen some shit to say the very least, you know, she's been hardened by all these things, you know, that she's endured, but she does, you know, she does retain that warmth, you know, that hope, that, that hope, you know, that was imparted on her, but, you know, by Lee all those years ago. And, you know, you even kind of see some rare glimmers of her being, you know, normal, uh, even if it's for very brief moments, you know, before it's all yanked back into the terrible reality that that The Walking Dead is. Uh, but yeah, you do see some some glimmers of, of of you know some normalcy, you know, especially when she kind of hangs out with you know your niece and nephew. Uh, or Javi's niece and nephew. Uh, not my niece and nephew. <laughs> <laughs> how awesome um, would it be if it was your niece and nephew? It's like, how did you get great. in there? <laughs> not great. At certain points. That would be not great. Uh, um, you know, one moment that does stick out, um, if I, to specify just one thing. It's not It's not like a huge story beat or anything. But one point that sticks out to me is, you know, Clementine, you know, you, you, were, you and – or she and Javi are kind of like searching for supplies in this like place. Uh, and there's a moment where she kind of experiences menstrual cramps. Uh, And Javi suddenly realizes that she doesn't actually understand what's happening to her. She's like, wait a minute. (laughs) Uh, Like she's she's going through puberty and she she doesn't actually understand it because no one was around to explain it to her. Oh, man. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, so he he explains it to her, you know, the best ways he can uh, by telling her, you know, it's normal. Tells her that it means that she can become a mom now if she wanted. Uh, You know, it's an amazing explanation. But, you know, Clem's response is that, well, I've already been a mom. (laughs) And you're like, oh, oh, (laughs) God damn! <laughs> yeah, it gets heavy, man. Um, One last
1: question, promise. Um, <clears throat> the direction to focus on this new character, not unlike Lee from the first season, and have uh, Clementine as a supporting character. Do you agree with how they did it, or do would? the final season, or are you hoping that Clementine is the star again?
0: Um. Well, I mean, with the first season being, I, I'd say much stronger than the second season, you know, I, I've her being the support, I felt worked out better. Because, um, I mean, I don't know, because with season two, like, I felt, you were in this weird, like, awkward in-between phase where you're not quite, just completely helpless child, but you're not quite, like, she's she's not yet super mature yet, you know? So, like, season two is this kind of awkward time uh, period for, for a character like Clementine. She was like ten, you know. <laughs> um but now with season four coming up, she she's she's about twelve or thirteen years old. Uh, and you know with the experiences from you know the new frontier, um I, I would feel like she would be even more capable um for, for that particular run. So I'm I'm excited for sure to to see season four uh, go as well. Okay. And I, I'm very curious to see that moment you were talking about with
1: Clementine and Javier. Now it's like, God, God damn some humanity. <laughs>
0: here. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Like it's, it completely caught me off guard. Cause like, you know, in, in, you know, here in, in our regular society here, you know, you assume people kind of, you know, you, you have people to tell you what's going on with your body during that age, whether you're a boy or girl. Um, so obviously that's not something that, it's not a luxury afforded to, to people, uh, in in this particular in this particular setting. Uh and it's not something that you would have thought about, but you know, having that kind of presented to you are like, oh shit, right? <laughs> yeah. So
1: and what were some other so the story sounds pretty interesting, I'll I'll bet it sort of sounds like you're like you were saying, like every like quite a few of the seasons of The Walking Dead, but uh other than that, what were some other things that stood out to you?
0: Um Let's see. I mean it's, it was kind of cool to see one of the characters from the comic books make a return. Like, you remember that uh, – boy, I forgot what his name was. Glenn. Uh, oh, he appeared, yeah, yeah. He appeared, he appeared in season one. Uh, you see a comic book character for a couple of episodes in, in this as well. You see Jesus, uh, <laughs> who's, <laughs> who's a great character. Spoilers, uh, not that Jesus. Calm down. Not bro. that Jesus. But that's, <laughs> but that's how he pronounces it. <laughs> um, he has, like, yeah, long like, he's hair
1: like, and a beard, too, doesn't he?
0: Not, well, yeah, that's why they call him Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if, you, if you're if you familiar with the comics, it, it's quite a treat to, to be able to hang out with them for a little bit. Um, pretty good stuff. Um, but, yeah, overall, I think that, um, you know, even though the framework uh, is far from new, you know, big secure town isn't all it seems. You eventually fight the people there that are in power. Uh, but the series' of strengths has always been in its characters, you know, seeing how these extreme circumstances kind of shape them uh, and their relationships with each other. So, yeah, like, I, I came away from this very, very pleased with what, what they presented here. Um, and like I said also, you know, it's the best that Dissension has ever looked and run. Uh, you know, the characters are are more realistic while still retaining a lot of that cel-shaded look. Um, and, you know, the frame rate barely starts at all. You know, that's not perfect, but it did... It, it was mostly pretty stable, so... Um, yeah, I, I would say... Pretty much from top to bottom, this was a home run from from Telltale. Uh, speaking of this
1: uh, being a Telltale game, uh, I've been playing through the Guardians, you know, as quickly as I can get through it. They release it. I think they're only on episode two right now. Yeah. Um, and, you know, part of the Telltale game is you get the Telltale effects to it. You know, for instance, like it, my game has crashed quite a few times, mm. spe- especially in one area. And there'll be, like, certain spots where it'll, you know, you'll be watching a scene and it'll, for lack of a better term, buffer just a little bit.
0: Uh, uh.
1: Have you noticed any technical glitches
0: in Season 3? No, I mean, there was none of that all um, right, all right. really here. So, kind of shocked to see that that, that affected, uh, you know, Guardians that way. Because I think the two games are in development, if not, if I mean, if Guardians was in at least, at least a little bit after, like... I feel like they were developed around the same time, so I figured they'd be using a lot of the same tech. So that's kind of kind of shocking to hear. Uh, yes and no. I mean, I've seen this issue come
1: up with like every Telltale game I've played so far. Uh, I haven't played. See- I haven't tried season three yet, though. so mm-hmm. uh, I probably will after you know after I re and play through one and two on the PS4 just to get those. I want to see what it's like after if it knows you what you did is
0: essentially what i'm saying but yeah i do wonder if, if any of those decisions kind of affect much because you know like i said going through the game uh or going through the season it, it didn't feel like there are a lot of opportunities for much you know crossover between those storylines in this one yeah and just to finish up my thought you know it can if any
1: front part of any franchises and with Telltale would get uh, better treatment, I would imagine it'd be Walking Dead, just because you know that's sort of like their Mario, so
0: to speak. It's it's definitely their bread and butter. Yeah, so um, I, I'm kind of happy,
1: but you know I'm just to you know, like finish up with Guardians. Uh, I it didn't take away too much for it, for me, just because you know it's something I faced with other Telltale games, and I sort of accept that as par for the course. You know, but Anyway, back back on uh, Walking Dead. Uh, aside from Clementine and Javier, how are the other characters?
0: Um, yeah, I mean, they're all great characters, uh, honestly. Like, I, um, like, David is a huge dick. Um, I, I mean, but obviously he's it's supposed a to be. Character. <laughs> he's a great character. Obviously he's supposed to be. Um, yeah, yeah, But yeah. But, um, but, yeah, like, he he's a very easy character. <laughs> you, you feel as, as, exactly as you should about David, I feel. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, Kate, Kaita. You know, his his wife. You know, she's she's great. Like her ki- like her kids are great. Well, his kids are great. I guess she would be their stepmom. Uh, if I'm, yeah, like yeah, she's a stepmom. So, um, yeah, either way, um, like all the characters are really good. There's there, like I've got no complaints about any of the characters that I encountered in that game. Like the only, like honestly, the as closest as I get to that is, is the fact that you know it's yet another <laughs> enemy stronghold that ends up being evil uh, that you have to take down. Um, <laughs> uh don't talk to people in walking dead is what it comes down to. <laughs> basically
1: yeah you know, you know, clementine had the right idea just go off on your
0: own <laughs> yeah she brings that up a lot she's like i why do you why do people insist on hanging out with other people <laughs> like, it's so much easier on the road <laughs> oh man uh so
1: a- anything else you got you want to add more on this one that you haven't been able to get to what was that Anything else uh, that you wanted to talk about as far as this game? I know you had, like, a bunch of notes on this game.
0: No, I, I mean, no, they were all just talking points, so. Ah, okay. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to talk about it too much without, you know, getting into the actual... Like, I tried to, to frame the story as much as I can just to give people some context, but, and, but, you know, I think if I get any more detail into that, I get into actual sp- uh, spoiler territory, so... Um, yeah, I don't really want to delve into the story too much, yeah, uh, yeah,
1: but yeah. Without, you know, giving it away, would you say there's a lot of ups and downs, much like there was in that first season? And forgive me, folks, I, I haven't I haven't done season two yet, but I remember there being some like really OMG moments, for lack of a better term, in that first season. Uh, do you feel like uh, we get some really, really good ones in this one, too?
0: Uh, no, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Definitely, for sure. Um, yeah, it's intense, man. All
1: right. So how would you rate? Like, you could probably get this for, what, 25 at the most on PSN right now? or?
0: Yeah, I believe it, it retails for twenty four ninety
1: nine. Now,
0: would you? You can get the season pass disc for like 30 Season pass for what? I believe, no, I said the season pass disc, I think, at retail. Ah. Um, it was like 30 bucks. I think, uh, if you want to go that route. Yeah, or at
1: some point it'll be on sale. Like I, I believe I bought it ages ago for fourteen ninety nine, just because that was it.
0: It was a good price. Yeah, that's that's the only thing with Telltale games. It's like, like this is a game that is absolutely worth the full price, but with Telltale being what it is, where they're like, here's a season pass for twelve dollars. Like, but we're not even at we're not even halfway through the season yet. <laughs> it's hard to be like you know, oh yeah, go in whole hog, full price uh, on these games when they go out on sale so quickly. Um, but you know either way, whatever price you want to pay, whether it 's a full retail uh or if you want to wait a little bit for for uh you know some kind of sale uh, either way it's worth the price of admission. so definitely and highly recommend it actually, now that I think about it, I got guardians for fourteen ninety nine as well yeah, <laughs> and like and like and like you said earlier, um you know that there are two episodes through that, and you know like Xbox had a pretty big sale. Uh, about a month ago, and the season passed for that. Two episodes in, out of five, mind you, <laughs> the season pass was available on Xbox Live for like $12. So.
1: Oh, I'll, I'll go even one better than that. They hadn't even st- launched the first episode yet when they <laughs> gave that deal. It's like, oh, yeah, okay, sure. Man, good lord. Oh, uh, man, those poor, poor people. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> that season two. Or... Yeah, I did purchase this a while ago, so I'm going to have to download this as yeah. Well, I'm going to start downloading the first season now. And so, uh, so the big question here. This would technically make it eligible for our game of the year. We, uh,
0: yes, yes, sir.
1: that's so, correct. So, the big question. Is it in? Is it in the Cinderella bracket? Or is it
0: out? Um. Well, right now, I don't think I've played enough games to exclude anything just yet. <laughs> so even right now, I think even Mass Effect's in the running. Uh, just, just right now, just for the sake of filling a bracket. But uh, even if we had been playing a bunch more games, uh, I think it would definitely be a strong contender for sure. We're going to would definitely...
1: do, we're gonna have to do a a uh, a look back or some kind of show where we update. At least give like a, a prelim brackets for the tournament. <laughs> Cause this has been a crazy year,
0: my goodness. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, like I've only played. Like I keep a I keep a spreadsheet as I play games, as I play new games, uh, and it's at 11 games right now in July. So, <laughs> um, yeah, that's, we good. Gotta- that's good strategy, by the way.
1: That that is excellent strategy. <laughs> and yeah. anyway, thanks very much for the review, Joe. So that it's definitely worth it, folks. Go definitely go pick it up, or in my case, download it if you purchased it months ago and forgot about it. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> All right, folks, that does it for this episode of uh, the firmware update review for season three of The Walking Dead. Once again, go check it out. It'll probably be in our game game of the year attorney in some shape or form, as it will pro- most of the goddamn big games this year. Good lord. Anyway. Hey, thanks so much for listening. If you like what you heard, you can listen to us on your podcast app on your Apple device. If you have an Android device, don't worry. You can also find us on such apps as Stitcher Radio and Pocket Cast. And if there's a way to rate and review our show, we appreciate five-star reviews with something written. Unless they do ten stars for some weird reason like Meltzer. (laughs) Go go ahead and load it up. Uh, You can also find us on on facebook where please give a like to our page and we also post every episode as they come with links that go directly to our web page the firm which once again you can find right there every episode as they come and directly download it you can also find articles written by joe garcia you can also find us on twitter at PS at once twenty three for Joe and at the firm up for the show. And if you like our show and you want to support it, best way to do so is to head to our Patreon page, Patreon.com/slash/thefirmup, where we've got plenty of great reward tiers, including quite a few exclusive episodes for Patreon users. Is as well, five dollar tier will get you our upcoming event, our Pass or Play show. As well as $10, dollars will get you commentary tracks, where we actually did two so far for this month. So lots of good stuff on there, and every bit helps the show, including increases in getting us to do more shows together, more reviews, and all that. Every dollar helps. So once again, patreon.com slash the firm up. And Joe, is there anything else I'm forgetting?
0: No, but I'll say it again, patreon.com
1: slash the firm up. All right, folks, we will see you next time.
0: Adios. Mm-hmm. <laughs>